0: All right, all right, welcome back to Halftime Hangout. And there's a lot, a couple of different things going on in the NBA right now. I was originally going to just talk about Marvin Bagley and his dad and Kyle Lowry, which kind of just made up by me, honestly. But um, I would like to start off by talking about Steph Curry and the Warriors real fast. Steph Curry, as you may know, just dropped 62 points. And I want to come out and say that he, Like, people were really starting to doubt him, saying he's a team and all that. And it's just not true. He is really good. One thing that I did notice from Steph Curry that he hasn't done in a long, long time was really show people that he is quick, can get to the basket. He has great moves. I think he's getting a little underrated in that ball handling category. The way he can just get to his spot is incredible. Um, He really stopped going within the flow of the offense and did a lot of step back, sidesteps, pick and rolls, you know, stuff that the Warriors are not used to doing. But, and that's kind of stuff. That's probably what with, with the team I was playing right now, that is the Steph Curry we're going to need to see all season long. Obviously not 62 points, but he's averaging like 35 in the last four games. So, I mean, but um, that's of Steph Curry needs to see. We're going to need to see Steph Curry take the ball up court, pick and roll, step back. Floaters, all this instead of, he still got some off ball screens and some action after a pass, pass and go, give and go, pass and cut, whatever. But he took a lot of initiative, a very aggressive Steph Curry. That's probably the stuff everyone needs to see the way it is with how horrible Andrew Wiggins, Ubre, and everyone is. I just want to point out that there are two guys on this roster. That are just positives on um, offensive win shares, defensive win shares. I mean, my my apologies, defensive win shares. And as Kill Uber and James Wiseman, they are point one. I expect James Wiseman to be there. He's a rookie center. Centers probably the hardest position to play as a big man as a rookie. So I expect James Wiseman not to be a huge impact. Uber really sucks. He 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 is that he is just. Terrible. I mean, maybe he'll get it together at some point. His true shooting is 30%. Um his free throw time rate is 1.6%. I mean, it is horrible. He is horrible. His offensive one share is negative 0.7. And if we're looking at his roster full down, there is one, two, three, four, five, five players in the negative offensive one shares. There are one, two. Two players in negatives, and that is Ubre and Wiggins are two, quote-unquote, big acquirements. I mean, Ubre has a two PER. (laughs) That is just atrocious. I mean, Draymond he's only played two games, and we're not taking into account this last game that just happened because the stats have not been updated. So I will pause for a second, I guess, just let you know that stats have not been updated for this last Portland game they just won. But Draymond has a negative .5 P.E.R. Of course, he only played one game at this point before the last game, obviously. Uber had two. Wiggins had 11. This team's horrible. Wiseman – Wiseman's all right, but he's just a rookie. I can only – he's going to make mistakes. We get it. But he's looking – he looks good. But this team does not look good. They cannot play defense. They cannot play offense. It's going to take a lot of Steph Curry to – um. Drives him along. It's going to take a lot of aggressive Steph Curry. Like I said, pick and roll, step backs, all that. Like I was actually pretty happy with Steph Curry did this thing, just because he's getting a lot of hate right now. But um, it was real vintage Steph Curry for the last two threes of the game. Deep range bomb three. The next one, Draymond. Just you could tell by the way he's are off the court, he is just looking for Steph Curry. Steph Curry knows he's looking for him. End the game off to get 62 in that building, beat Clay by one point overall. It was vintage it was nice to see Steph Curry do his thing. And like I said, aggressive Steph Curry is the best Steph Curry for this team at least right now. And we'll see if that goes along. But now I want to get to the two things. Marvin Bagley, as we know, his dad tweeted out, he's deleted the tweet and tweeted again, I believe, that um he wants his son out of Sacramento. There's two options. You Either say your dad is an idiot, and you, that looks bad for your dad, obviously, or you agree with him. That does not look good for you. Martin Bagley, horrible season so far. 12 points, 8 rebounds, 1 assist, 37% from the field, 30% from free, 30, 60% from the line. He's uh, He has a 9.5 PER and um, negative .1 win shares. So he is just a flat-out. Net negative for this Kings team right now. Sure, the minutes may not be there the way he wants it to be, but he has not shown that he should be there. Considering Valencia is doing well-ish, um, and out of all the big men, that's probably about it, honestly. But Valencia, let's see here if there's anything else that catches my eye. Whiteside doesn't play that much. Not a big fan of Whiteside anyway. Um, yeah, they're a pretty small ball team anyway. But so I was just going around the league thinking of trades that could happen. And it's just gonna the only way I take this guy is if you're a desk, if you're a bad team. He's pretty cheap option, only around eight million dollars per year. His contract's up in two years, I believe, so you got $8 million for this season and next season. Um, I think next season might be an option. though. No, I don't know for sure. But he's pretty cheap, young guy. He hasn't shown much flashes, maybe a change of scenery, you hope. Now, I will admit, I was a little higher Luke Walton before. Luke Walton's just not a very good coach, not much on offense, not much on defense. Well, I mean, he, we know he was going to be much on defense, but he hasn't been as creative as I thought he would be coming into the Kings, coming into that coaching job. So you can blame it on Luke Walton, I guess, but it's not helping Nice his dad's tweeting this, whether he wants to be out of there or not, it's not helping. So you got to look for trade options. And the only thing I can think of is maybe. Now, nah, well, I want to point out, actually real fast, I do want to point out the Kings do a pretty exceptional job. Um,. Garden three point line. Opposing teams only shoot 33% on them. Now the paint area and the two point area, they they allow 58% um, of shots to go in. So I was thinking maybe a better defensive big man. And the only thing I can think of is it'll be a deadline move for sure because the Hornets wouldn't want to do it right away. With the team right now, it's floating or like three and three, I think two and three, something like that. So. um the only, thing, the only thing I think of is maybe Cody Zeller. Cody Zeller, athlete, he's athletic, not athletic as athletic he wants to be. He's a little injury-prone, but he can certainly guard the rim. He can certainly move around. Good dunk threat still. You're not going to get the shooting that you got out of Bagley, although Bagley's still not shooting that well, so I shouldn't even say that. Um, I guess you're not going to get the threat they got out of Bagley. But Cody Zeller, young, athletic guy. Maybe the Kings want to take a chance, get a real – another offensive big man that can come off the bench maybe because I like P.J. Washington. They're going to keep P.J. Washington. But I don't even know what the trade would be. Zeller makes around $15 million. Um, million. Let's see. Zeller makes around $15 million. And... Hold on. Yeah, so the only trade I can think of is just – and this is a stretch. I, like I said, the horns will have to start struggling a little bit and just maybe experiment Bagley-P.J. Washington experiment. Like I said, I don't know. But it would be Cody Zeller for Bagley and Jabari Parker. Jabari Parker gets no minutes on the Kings. We've seen Parker. When he gets minutes, he can give good spurts of basketball and consistent at times, but – Parker's on a one-year deal. Bag is on a two-year deal. Zeller's on a one-year deal, so they don't, so if the Kings don't want Zeller, they can just let loose of him. But this is the only trick I can think of. Maybe it'll be a similar deal with the Pistons later on down the road. December 15th, I think, is when they can start trading free agents again. And maybe they want to get a guy like Jeremy Grants. That could be a good blue guy. Maybe not a paint defender, but guard one through... Uh, guard two through four. Um, and he helped the Nuggets play good defense. Obviously, Nuggets without him, playing bad defense. So, maybe Jeremy Grant, but Cody's always the only option you can think of. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it makes sense for the Hornets to even do it. Just because Bagley doesn't give anything that P.J. Washington can't or could not. So, that's my thought. Moving forward, the Kings – um. I would, ha- I would come to the point playing Whiteside. not a big fan of white side, limited offense, terrible pick-and-roll defender. If he's right under the basket, he's seven foot, so of course he can block shots, but not a very good pick-and-roll defender, not very good with his feet, not very good guarding a skilled big man, but that's probably the best they have right now. Um, And I just don't see a trade where you get rid of Marvin Bagley and get a big man out of anyone, anyone, so – Ba- it, it's just going to be Bagley um, to pick it up, and that's what you got to rely on. I mean, he's a number two pick for a reason. He has he has talent on him, but it's not happening, and it needs to. It needs to. Now, next I want to talk about this is no rumors at all. Um, this is just straight off my head, and I'm thinking Kyle Lowry might be out of here. Raptors are one and four, I believe. Let me double check that, but I believe the Raptors are one and four. They are a struggling team. And Kyle Lowry won his championship with the Raptors. He is the best Raptor of all time. Yeah, the Raptors are one and four. He is the best Raptor of all time. Won a championship, Hall of Fame player. He's 31, I believe. So he's getting up there in age. Um, and it might be time for him to go. Whether the Raptors want it or not. Now we will say the Raptor, Kyle Lowry may just want to say he may just be a loyal guy. He may just like the Raptors. He want, like you said, I want he wants championship there. He might want to just say that for the rest of his career. If so, the Raptors can keep him. I will say he's gonna, he's playing very well this season. Um Kyle Lowry averaging 19-8. Um shooting 47 from the field, 37 from, from three. He's the only bright spot of the Raptors so far this season. Only bright spot at all. So and he's on the last year of his deal. So if the Raptors do want to keep him, they are basically locking into this team because you have Pascal already making already making $30 million. Um OG's contract is coming up. Who contract is coming up? So Pascal's making $30 million. Lowry. You just paid Van Fleet $21 million. OG's contract coming up. You have anyone else? McCaw. You probably won't pay him. But yeah, so if you just if you just OG's gonna get around $15, $16 million, probably. Good defender, young defender. A lot of teams would want him. 15, $60 million in my guess. Unless he takes off. I don't know. Let me just see what he's looking like this year. Averaging 12, 6, and 2. Again, only shooting 41% from the field, it looks like. Yeah, 41, 25% from three. So nothing much. He's averaging two steals per game. Now, like I said, good defender. He'll get $15, $60 million. You sign Lowry to a over like 20, 22 to $25 million. You're locking into the roster. You're gonna to have to stay put, and hopefully, just build. Almost like what they did with Kawhi Leonard, where they were locked into a pretty good roster, not championship contenders. Um, they built, they built, and they made a big trade at some point. Maybe they'll do that again. But, but if they don't want to keep, um, do that, don't want to lock in, they might want to just start over. They want a championship to start over, see if they can start something new, fresh, and good. Then it's time to trade them. Get some value out of him when he can. So, what I would do is I was looking at teams and I was looking at the Clippers. The Clippers didn't really have – they would have to break the bank for Lowry. They had no picks, obviously. But um, it would have to be something extreme like Patrick Beverly, Lou Williams, um. Who else is in that deal? Luke Kennard. And I want to say someone else. I can't think who it is right now. Let me go look. I have it down. Where's Los Angeles? There we go. It was Patrick Beverly, Lou Williams, Zubach, and Luke Kennard. That's who it was. And the Raptors just wouldn't do this. Beverly still has two years left. Zubach has three years left. Granted, Lou Williams and Kennard are expiring, but those are Canard's the best part of the deal, and he's not expiring, so I don't know about that. And like I said, Zubach, three years still. Beverly, saw so us two years. They're locking themselves into more money. I don't think really want to do that, especially if they're trading one of their best players. They probably want to get out of money, get some cap room. So then my second immediate – my second um immediate thought was the – Mavs who could just use a nice point guard plays hard plays good defense next to Luca I think would take a lot I think could take a lot of ball handling pressure off of Luca as well and it becomes really interesting that would look like a Tim Hardaway James Johnson deal for Lowry they're both on expirings the salaries match and this would be interesting trade you you the Raptors get some good players back. James Johnson, Hardaway. Like I said, they're solid players. Hardaway is 15. Johnson is a I want to say eight points per game. Let's just make sure I'm not wrong. He's only four points. Wow, four points per game this year. But he's a glue guy, can make a couple, th- can make a three, can play some defense, enforcer. But I just don't know if the Mavericks are ready to do that. They're getting some. They're losing a the score, and Lowry can be an enforcer, but James Johnson Johnson's 6'8. Lowry is like 6'1. So not the same type of thing. They, but Lowry does play good defense. I think it's a real possibility. I would still I would do it if I were the Mavs. Like I said, it takes a lot of ball handling pressure off um Luca. Good playmaker. You can stagger minutes if you need to. Um, and yeah, the Mavs get a nice. Nice player to make a run. Like I said, they can Lowry can guard one through four. He's actually, if you look at the numbers, he is actually obviously he doesn't he has a very limited sample size. He's not he does not guard fours all game long, but he is one of the best post percent um post defenders in the NBA. If you look at numbers, he actually is very well in the post. Big body, we all know Cal Lowry. You know, so they get a good defensive player take pressure off Luka, can score still, hit threes. It's not a bad ad for Dallas. It'll be interesting to do this. I think the most likely team, though, originally I thought it was going to be the Clippers, then Dallas, then this team, but now after just looking at it, I think the 76ers are for sure the most likely team. The trade would be Danny Green, Mike Scott, Tybalt, and moss um, probably a pick. The 76ers have all their picks. So I want to say a pick. Maybe two, probably not, though, just because Lowry is aging a little bit. But um Danny Green, obviously Danny Green, Mike Scott, and Cork moss is more for salary. The biggest player at the deal is Tybal. And I want to say Danny Green, Mike Scott, and Cork moss aren't expiring. Ty- Tybal's on a three-year deal, but Tybal only making $2.7 He's a looks like a very promising player, at least on the defensive side. Him and OG will just be stout defensively if we just look at that. So much length, um, length, and quickness, and lateral quickness. That'll be and that'll be crazy to see what they could do on the court at the same time. They might be offensively challenged, but I think just playing them on the same just it'll be fun to just see him on defense. So it'll be cool, but. And it's up to 76. They don't want to give up Tybalt, I would for sure. Um, with Doc Rivers, you can tell they're all in on winning. They don't want to give up Ben. They they made it pretty clear that I mean, I know rumors came out that they have explored Ben Simmons a couple packages for Harden, but as for Harden, he's one of the best scores of all time. They made it pretty clear they want to win right now. They're not really keen on trading Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid and Kyle Lowry. Same deal. Um, you can take some ball handling off Simmons. Get him in some pick and rolls. When Joel's off the court, get Simmons in the post. Let Simmons play the power powerful position more than ever. Um, Kyle Lowry, like I said, he can shoot the three, playmate. Keep add on to this really good defensive team already. I think this team would really compete with Brooklyn, with um, Lowry. The problem is that the Sixers want to give up Ty Bull so fast. He is... I think in the second year of his career, maybe third, I don't know. But this part probably the most likely trade. In part of um, Toronto, like I said, Danny Green's off the books after this year. Mike Scott's off the book after this year. And Corkman's um, off the book of, after this year. You get some decent – play. you get good enough players to just hold a team, be a, be a bad but competitive team for this year. You get tons – you get a decent amount of cap to do – some moves in the offseason and try to rebuild and revamp your roster. I don't know how it's going to work paying Siakam $30 million. It's going to be tough to build around Siakam just because his lack of beating people off the dribble. But maybe if you get Siakam enough playmakers on that team, guys that actually can beat their guy off the dribble consistently, a guy, um, young guys, passers took man off the dribble consistently. Maybe it could work. It's gonna to be tough, though. You you still won't have that much money to play with, especially if you want to do resign OG. But it'll be interesting. Kyle Lowry, and I might, and like I said, no rumors came out. I might just be saying stuff to just say stuff, which is a very good possibility. But if I'm the Raptors at one and four, I would truly debate. Um Trading Cal Lowry, especially if it keeps going downhill. And yeah, that's pretty much all from me. I'll see you guys probably Friday. In case, some, unless something insane happens, it would definitely be Friday. And yeah, have a good one.